Captain's Log Supplemental. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. You met a hex now with 50% more screaming goat. Welcome to Humata Hex. I'm not playing with white smushy putty. I'm Frank and I'm not playing with white smushy putty. I'm still Corey and I still am. <laughs> He's fascinated it's just fun. by that. It's just I don't I don't know, it's squishy. It's like silly putty at this point. Yeah. Which is a trademark of whichever company that is. Um <coughs> I don't know. I don't know who makes Silly Putty. I have no idea. Hasbro? Why Silly Putty was originally created? Uh, for charges on uh, weapons? Cleaning wallpaper. Oh, no. Huh. I'm thinking you plug it, you put it in like C4, put some electrodes in it, and it blows up. Yeah. C4 is serious putty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea it was made for cleaning wallpaper. That's cool. Did not know that. I mean, uh, Play-Doh is originally used as a type of spackle. Hmm. I wonder what this stuff was originally, it doesn't say. <laughs> uh, I think it's a food source. Why don't you try yeah, some, Corey? Food. Mm. <laughs> food food, food cupboard. <laughs> it's in the food cupboard. <laughs> well, I listened to that. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was bad, wasn't it? And it yes, didn't it stop. <laughs> But after I had something to drink, I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I took a snapshot of it, but you did, like, there were other words that were slurred then. Mm -hmm. When I re-listened to it, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, we definitely thought you were stroking out. We're talking, like, full-blown <laughs> Ivy League rowing team. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Stop making fun of me! <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of making fun of someone, one thing you missed in our year-end roundup... Yeah. The episode where you ended up with the hiccups. I forgot all about that. that. I have it written down somewhere which episode that was, but that is hysterical. <laughs> it's like you are having a fit about not getting rid of these hiccups. It's uh, We may have to play that on another episode yeah. just for the fun of it. Yeah, I'll snapshot that. I forgot all about the hiccups. <laughs> There was one. There was one that I took that was a complete self embarrassment. And from our year one roundup, it was the Welcome to uh, Turns Turns Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> That's still one of my favorites. Yeah, <coughs> I forgot all about the hiccups. That was but, miserable. <laughs> oh yeah, but it was funny as hell. I, oh wait a second, maybe I do have this one. Uh, episode ninety five, three D animation at about fifty five minutes. Peter's hiccups. Uh, <laughs> so. I will make that a snapshot in an upcoming episode. Oh, and it's not just a quick little thing. It. it lasts about 15, 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> it was awful. I got to a point where I couldn't breathe. <laughs> Corey's over there laughing at the back of that was dying. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's not a whole lot in the news. I mean, we're going to have a lot more spoilers ahead with everything that we have going on yeah. right now. Mm -hmm. So I really took the core news... Um, Grant Gustinson 
has renewed a contract with CW. And so is Grant Gustin. Yeah. I don't know where the uh, <laughs> extra Istan came from. The pop-ups are more than three quarters of the window at this point. Jeez. <clears throat> don't go onto the deadline website. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, $200,000 an episode. And To be honest, that's pretty cheap. He's only doing 15 <laughs> episodes. Normally, a Arrowverse season is about um, uh, 22 to 24 episodes. So they, they, mo- they could do some without him. Yeah. I mean, there is a team flash out there. <clears throat> so it looks like this is probably going to be the last season, but they've said that a couple other times. So I know he loves being Flash, but money talks so it can only last for so much longer the queen's gambit has led to a lawsuit against netflix it's a defamation lawsuit uh nora i'm not even gonna try to pronounce that name alleges a line in the series finale referring to her real life success was a manifestly false as well as being a grossly sexist and belittling. Netflix made a bunch of money off this movie, so five million dollars. Not going to be a sequel, probably. Well, there was never going to be a sequel. Hmm. It was based off a book. Oh, okay. And her whole life plays out in this movie, so gotcha. done and done. We have some new Star Wars games coming, and they are tied in with EA. So the developers of XCOM, Fire Axis Games, are making a strategy game. This is the same studio that was involved in the Guardians of the Galaxy game, which was mind-blowingly good. Uh, we also are getting tie-in events for Apex Legends and uh, Titanfall. And we are getting a Fallen Order 2. Now, Fallen Order is canon and has tied into the comics at this point. So, curious how that's going to go. Uh, Quantic Dream, which are the ones really known for... I could be wrong on this, but I think they're the ones known for Alan Wake, which was like a horror game. They're going to be in charge of the Indiana Jones franchise license, and they're developing a title under that. Which, there have been Indiana Jones games, but they've been revered nowhere near as much as Star Wars games. All you need is a scene where you take an umbrella to scare the birds. (laughs) And Frank initially posted this on our Discord. There are Make-A-Wish Foundation pops coming. Corey's going to need Spider-Man. Some more pops with purpose. Yep. Uh, What did it say? $150,000 from the sale of these pops will be donated to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Right. I like the Storm. I like all the Star Wars and Marvel ones, but I figured you'd like Sully. I like the metallic, the blue metallic finish. Mm -hmm. It's really nice. <clears throat> something that would be nice if they did a second wave of uh, in collaboration with GameStop yeah that's the Stormtrooper special isn't it 
well, the entire event is in collaboration with GameStop. Um, but I think the Stormtroopers exclusive, though. Right, right? Stormtroopers, <laughs> GameStop exclusive, <clears throat> Iron Man is Funko Web Shop exclusive, Pooh Bear is Hot Topic, and Mini Mickey is Box Launch. <laughs> oh, don't even <laughs> foreshadowing. Sully is everywhere, so we should be able to get Sully from GameStop. And looks like Iron Man will probably be the hardest one, unless you're into Mickey. Mickey might be a little bit of a challenge, but Box Lunch comes in and out of stock all the time. Yeah. So <clears throat> Spider Man's everywhere. So Let it's worth noting everywhere. Iron Man and Spider Man are not listed as bobbleheads. Hmm. No, they aren't. Neither is Cheshire Cat or Sully. Right, but. Disney and Marvel, for some reason, because of the contract, and I think the Marvel one finally expired, but there was a thing where Funko could only produce bobbleheads for them. Like, that was an actual contract thing. So, there are... I don't think there's any Star Wars ones that are non-bobblehead in regular size Funkos. Hmm. I think every single one of them is baubles. I'm assuming the licenses probably have to do with what they consider a bobble, what they consider a regular toy. Mm -hmm. Somebody else probably has the license for the regular vinyl figures. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. I know there's something to do with it. I just don't know what it is. It makes sense. But that's all I have in the news. Uh, I got one or two things. Okay. Um, the Halo... Uh, Paramount Plus series premiere date will be Thursday, March 24th. So if you're drooling for Halo, that's when it's going to be. Halo's hmm. awesome. Um, and Dr. Johnny Fever passed away today. Howard Heisman. And that's another one for this year, which is sad. WKRP in Cincinnati. Great show. It was. Pokemon Arceus came out. Yes, that's something that I had wanted to talk about. Uh, I was going to save it to closer to the end, but... Okay, whenever you want to then. One of the best Pokemon games I have ever played. Right. It's very, very narrative-driven. It's very hand-heavy with its narrative drive. Uh, Heavy-handed, I mean. But the gameplay is fantastic now you can tell that the game isn't as polished as other pokemon games <clears throat> because like the tree render distance comes in and out like you mm -hmm. have a lot of render distance issues um and sometimes like and i've seen this mostly with weasels it'll be here and the next frame it'll jump over here and the next frame it'll jump over here so like and we're not talking like poop 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 we're talking like opposite sides of the seashore like it's a significant distance but <clears throat> I showed you guys just the throwing the pokeball mechanics mm -hmm. and just absolutely fantastic interaction and you are actively attacked by Pokemon not just people are terrified of Pokemon this is before Pokemon were really partners or anything like that. I'm seeing how many times I can fit Pokemon into <laughs> what I'm saying before somebody calls me out on it. <clears throat> but yeah, I just... Great game. Definitely worth looking into. Well, in honor of that launch, Hisui and Voltorb's debuted today in Pokemon Go. Uh, it was almost like Voltorb uh, 
the community day earlier this morning because that's pretty much all that you saw for a couple of hours were right. Voltorbs. Um, and I was telling these guys earlier, it's like Pokemon Go seemed to have dropped the ball on this as far as I'm concerned because we were, we're in the middle of an event and if you went through Professor Willow's little monologue there, he's saying about Team Rocket opening this mysterious door that's been part of this event. Well, you know what? That didn't happen in-game. It just happened in his dialogue. Um, right. And I'm thinking there must have been special research that they didn't give us that probably wasn't ready to, uh, to finish this event off. So... Yeah, it's like, okay, well, it's here, it's done. What can you do about it? For anybody interested in the Howard Hessman news, uh, Tammy pointed out that he did host SNL once. I found that episode. It is available on Hulu. It is season five, episode six. And it is available now. So, like the Betty White one, you can just log on to Hulu and watch it. Now, they do take out the music. The music is only available for the current season because of licensing, so all the past episodes of music's mm. not available, so Randy Newman won't be oh. playing any of his oh, music. Oh, boo. <clears throat> That's kind of cool, though, because at least they can get the episodes up. We've discussed that before. Mm -hmm. That's why it took so long to get the WKRP DVDs. Uh, that's why Murphy Brown isn't on DVDs except for, like, one season. Um, Miami Vice took forever to get on hmm. home audio or home video of some sort. Because all these music-heavy shows were done before licensing for new media was yeah. was involved in oh, contracts. Yeah, it was Hans Zimmerman that held up the Miami Vice. He did the theme song. Ah, okay. Ladies and gentlemen of Saturday Night, I give to you Gary Newman. Yeah, you've mentioned that a couple of times in the past <laughs> couple of months. <laughs> That was the best. Anytime I was in a car, I'd put it on the uh, new wave station. I got stoked every time I heard that line. <laughs> the cast in season five were Dan Aykroyd. No, Dan Aykroyd and Jim Belushi left at the end of season four. Uh, Lauren Michaels obviously was head writer at the time. Wow. Uh, Peter Aykroyd, Jim Downey, Brian Doyle Murray, Bill Murray's brother, Don Novello, Father Guido Sarducci, <clears throat> Tom Schiller, Adam Zwebel, Paul Schaefer, Harry Shear. So this seems like, I'm not sure, did the original, more or less the original cast leave before this? Because this seems like all... Yeah, they left at the end of season four. Okay, Aykroyd most of Belushi. them. I mean, Lorraine Newman, Gilda Radner, Garrett Morris, Bill Murray. Bill Murray left at the end of season three. Okay. Wait, no, because it says complete fifth season. Jane Curtin, Garrett Morris, Bill Murray, Lorraine Newman, and Gilda Radner were still in it. Okay. These, All these other characters that I named were Additions, okay. And Harry Shearer. And mm -hmm. Al Franken was second writer. Which is crazy. As famous as he is right now. Well, you get their start somewhere. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I don't think I really have anything else. Um, 
Do you guys want to dive right, into? We got uh, one other thing. Uh, Disney is has announced they're remaking another animated movie in live action. This time, the Aristocats, because we know how well live action does with people dressed as cats. <laughs> Tammy's eyes audibly rolled. They're also working, currently working on Snow White and Seven Dwarfs because Peter Dinklage is up in arms about right, it. Right, because there's no dwarfs. <coughs> the movie will have no dwarfs. Yeah. Snow White and the Seven Men. People. So, yeah. are they going to save money by instead of making the Seven Dwarfs normal people smaller, they're going to have normal people and make Snow White 14 feet tall? Don't know. That would be cool. Interesting. Only Snow White and the Seven Normal People. Yeah, a lot of people with dwarfism are up in arms over it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Rightly so. Yeah, in my opinion. But uh, you guys were talking about Peacemaker mm -hmm. just before <laughs> we started recording. So why don't we get into spoilers ahead and you guys talk about that for a couple minutes? Ooh, <laughs> this uh, what episode is it now? This would be five. five. I think it's eight altogether, okay. so this is five. Oh, lots of stuff. This episode was probably the most hilarious episode of the series so far. It uh, literally had me laughing out loud. I didn't just low. I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great stuff. Uh, we learn more about the butterflies. We find their... Uh, food distribution center and of course a uh, peacemaker comes in guns blazing because he has his x-ray vision helmet <laughs> I, love that. Why? I thought you were going to give me some kind of sign my sign was me blowing her head off <laughs> um in the previous episode or two episodes ago three whatever um his father i guess makes his equipment and he needed a new helmet and there are like seven or eight helmets just lined up, and each one did something different. Mm. So Peacemaker took a few, I guess. But right. he was doing his x-ray one for this, and he can see the butterflies in people's heads. Oh. So he walks in, the nice receptionist says something, and he pulls the gun and blows her head away. Which, uh, I keep forgetting her name. Uh, Abadio or Abba? Yeah, Amanda Waller's daughter. Yeah, oh. um is with him they're the two that went in the front entrance and she freaks out and then the butterfly comes out of the head of one of them that he shoots and it's like okay <clears throat> abidaggio something to that effect yeah but yeah she's going around behind him and as he's killing people screaming <laughs> yeah she uh then after they're dead shoots them again <laughs> and Peacemaker's like, you know, you don't have to shoot the people I've already killed. <laughs> Vigilante's obsession with ki killing somebody with a chainsaw. Yeah, he, he comes out of the truck with a chainsaw, and it's like, hardcore says no. And it's like, you know, he says, he wants to kill someone with a chainsaw. Foreshadowing. Uh, <laughs> um, they eventually find themselves fighting a giant monkey giant ape oh. who has a butterfly in his head and that's when the chainsaw comes back out. yeah economos yeah. comes in with the chainsaw and just yeah, it's a monkey quick start yeah, it's a quick start yeah chainsaw. it must be yeah because like 
the Jurassic Park T-Rexes, you don't hear them until they're needed to be heard. <laughs> they got these little tiny booties. They creep up on the people. Then they rip open the building and go roar. Yeah. It must be like button start chainsaw or something. Yeah. All right. Because he just... <clears throat> no yeah. sound of it. And then all of a sudden it's... Coming through the, through the monkey. Yeah. yeah. Ape. Whatever. Gorilla. That's a good word. Gorilla, yes. gorilla. Gorilla. So what's the deal with the butterflies you still don't know? We still don't know, but... At a bayou, um, couldn't sleep, so she goes back to their little headquarters there, and Murr's there, and Murn's there, rather, and he's working, and she puts on Peacemaker's x-ray helmet, happens to turn towards him, because this is so cool, and sees the butterfly in his head, and he knows he's been found, because does she scream or something? And Yeah, he, yeah. like, does the hunch down and yeah. growl thing and leaps at her and... Yeah, you you can tell Gunn is a big fan of old science fiction because when uh, Hardcore and, and Vigilante are seen, the one butterfly worker or whatever points to them and does a scream of some sort. And that was... I, I wish I could remember what the name of the science fiction movie was, the old 50s B movie that was... That was the thing. I think it was called Them, but I'm not sure. Huh. But yeah, points and... <laughs> At the, at the being found, <laughs> yeah. So, and for any uh, glam metal enthusiasts, <laughs> uh, this episode is heavy on the Hanoi rocks. Mm. They even then name themselves the Eleventh Street Kids. <laughs> uh, speaking of glam metal, the the band that did the introduction mm -hmm. three days before. Um, gun picked them and everything. They lost their contract with their label. Oh. So this kind of like was like very fortuitous for them because they, yeah. who knows if they would have found another label or whatever. I don't know much right. about the band, but um, yeah. It's just kind of cool. No, oh, nice that they're getting paid for this because yeah. it is a very catchy tune. Yeah. It sticks in my head. Mm -hmm. well, I mean, kind of like a butterfly. Mm. Warner music. Yeah. There's always that possibility now. But a uh, great but when episode. It, when it starts going through your head, do you start seeing the dance too? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. just checking. <laughs> in fact, it's in my head right now. The intro? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I, that is one that I will not skip intro. I'm not going to do it. i got to watch the whole thing every time. I have to watch the show at some point, but I still don't have HBO. Um, so, from Peacemaker to, well, I'm not even going to call it Book of Boba, because it was definitely The Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, yeah, season, season 3, episode 0. 2.5, yeah. <laughs> season 2.5, episode 1. Made a little Grogu chainmail. Yep. We got a lot more Melted lore. the spear. Yeah, that was irritating. The only thing that can pierce Mandalorian armor. Let's go ahead and get rid of that. Yeah. Nope, that's a danger to other Mandalorians. That's a... Uh... Get rid of that. Um, got a lot more lore about the dark saber now. Yeah, it. Uh, I don't know the whole um, hardcore Mandalorians, the uh, the armor, the uh, somebody Vizsla that was with her. They annoy me now, cause none of the other Mandalorians that Din has met adhere to this code 
I don't understand the code. Like, clearly these guys are, like, the significance of alt-right of Mandalorians. Yeah, they're like the Amish of Mandalore. <laughs> <laughs> because Jango Fett removed his helmet. Yeah. Uh, Bo-Katan has removed her helmet. Yeah. Sabine Wren removed her helmet. Right. Um, Even pre-Vizsla. Yeah. Who was leader of Nightwatch, which was supposed to be there alt-right, removed his helmet. Uh, Sadine never wore her helmet. Yeah. I don't know where this can't-remove-your-helmet garbage comes from. Yeah, Unless know. they're not true Mandalorians. But, I mean, Alt-Vizsla is clearly a Mandalorian. Right. Because he's pre-Vizsla's, what, I think they had a grandchild? And, uh... Tar Vizsla's descendant, Tar yeah. Vizsla being the only Mandalorian <laughs> Jedi and creator of the Darksaber. Yeah, so this helmet thing is garbage. And apparently was Mandalore. Was he Mandalore? Yeah. Tor Vizsla? Yeah. Must have been. But we now know how um, Mandalore fell also. Boom. Yeah. Because of Bo-Katan. Well, they blame Bo-Katan. Right. But the Empire blew them up. Yeah, we see the uh, TIE bombers uh, bombing the living hell out of Mandalore. Um, uh, uh, K2 droids. A little uh, nod to Rogue Rogue One. Mm -hmm. Um... I saw another thing. I think it might have been Tammy that posted it, or I saw it in the news. But the chef from the last episode was also in episode two. The chef droid. No, okay. Whether or not it's the same serial number or just the same model, but it's on the first time that droid has been seen. And he's now got a Nabu N1. Mm, Souched up one. Which is perfectly good for, like, having... Are there fugitives in it that he's collecting bounties on, you know? Because there's so much space in there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I assume he's going to get another ship eventually? Just, yeah. This is just a loner? <laughs> he's well, the uh, the droid pod has been converted, so I could see Grogu in the droid pod. Yeah, but if he gets, you know, Mr. Bounty, yeah. or, unless you have him in a spacesuit dragging behind you, <laughs> or strapped to the ship hood. Hey, yeah. bring him in warm, I could bring you in cold. Yeah. Well, I mean, what if he got, like, instead of getting a gunship, what if he got, like, a carrier class now? Hmm. Like, the Nabunian, uh, car- well, I mean, the Nabu carrier would be a little bit big for this purpose, because it stored multiple of those ships. Yeah. But, like, Padme's private carrier could yeah. store one. So The Mandalorian version of the Bebop. Yeah. So, what if we got a carrier class? A small gunship carrier hybrid? Yeah. I mean, even something the size of the Millennium Falcon would work. Because the Millennium Falcon, as we learned in Solo, has that separate ship. Yeah, the escape pod that he launched into the mall. Yeah. (laughs) So, I I think that the Starfighter's not going anywhere anytime soon. No. I think we're going to get some kind of... Bebop or DS9 situation going on. I like that he uh, chromed it out so it's all shiny steel. I think it's more sandblasted from being on (laughs) Naboo for so long. 
Well, no, because no, they showed him grinding <laughs> off the yellow. Oh, okay, I did. I missed that part. Frank's urgently looking something up. Oh, yeah, got the yeah, the blower coming out of the hood. You know because. <laughs> Ram air injection works in space. <laughs> Did you notice they uh, said flux capacitor is one of the parts that needed installed still? No, I did not. Yeah. I missed that. Tammy caught that. <laughs> nice. Like when they're going through the parts list of what still needs installed. Right. He The first thing out of his mouth is flux capacitor. She, said it. she may have said it, but one of them also said it needs another motivator. Yeah. <laughs> has a bad motivator. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a nod to episode four. Right. Of course, I can't find what I'm looking for in this article. Uh, one of the pilots that he, when he's out in space there, and the two new Rebe- Republic pilots are out there, mm-hmm. one of them was already <laughs> seen in Star Wars somewhere. Yeah. No, was... they were both the... Yeah. Uh, no, just the the one guy, the first guy they showed was new. Oh. Because the second guy was the guy when he first came. From the came spider in, planet. From the spider planet. He was Kim's convenience. Because I made a big deal about it when okay. they first showed him. So he was in the spider planet, and then he was in the last episode of season two. When they're going to make uh, Gina Carino a Republic commando. Right. And then that's the third time we've seen him. Okay. Never mind. But the other guy is a rookie. Oh. Because the first time it was on the spider plane, it was Dave Filoni. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't already watched Kim's Convenience on Netflix. Yeah. Five seasons of great television. Mm-hmm. Funny. Last, it ends like garbage, but. <clears throat> he gets the ten rings and. He does. He decides to... Smashes the convenience store. He decides not to take over his dad's convenience store because he does, in fact, have access to the Ten Rings at this point. Hmm. So, instead of running a little convenience store in Little Korea, he's going to take over the army of the Ten Rings and kill everyone. Nice. (laughs) And Fennec Shan shows up. And then his dad's going to retire and join the New Republic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not a... Not a whole lot of Boba Fett in that episode. Zero Boba Fett. He is mentioned. By Fennec. Mm-hmm. Well, and by Dan. She says, uh, we're looking to hire muscle, and he's like, Boba Fett. So we'll see him in the last episode, because we're not going to probably see him going to give Grogu the chain mail. No, I'd assume that's going to be in Mando Mandalore. Three. Yeah. But he says he has to go visit a little friend. Yeah. I just thought that meant he had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, he had to pee. (laughs) Can we talk about one thing that I desperately have to know? Can we talk about the the dock keeper saying about how she had an ex-boyfriend of a Jawa? Yeah, yeah, she dated a Jawa. And they're really furry. (laughs) This is uh, Amy Sedeckis. (laughs) <laughs> Do the organs match up? I mean, just said she dated one, didn't say how far things went. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the school in Michigan is not supplying litter boxes for uh, students who identify as furries. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. 
<sighs> I really couldn't tell if that was a parody article or not. <laughs> uh, no, it just uh, some nutcase said it in a school board meeting, and there's litter boxes in the bathroom for yeah. And people took off with it, thinking it was the truth. <laughs> so flying spaghetti monster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I guess that kind of catches us up on spoilers ahead, but um. There was a SNL last night that was not good at all. If you get a hey, it doesn't have to be good. It just has to go on at eleven thirty Saturday night. <laughs> uh, Katy Perry did the musical performance, and she was dressed like a mushroom, and she had other mushrooms come out and dance for her. And these mushrooms were very scrotal looking, and she was just mm. acting like a stoner the entire time, hmm. like a pop music singer just huh. didn't mesh well. Musical performance was awful. Um, but Pete no, Davidson... She's singing I Kissed a Girl, I really couldn't care. Some modern stuff I'd never heard of. Um, Pete Davidson was dressed up as the Beast. Because... Um, From Beauty and the Beast or yes, the X-Men Beast? Okay. Because <laughs> Belle was using the mirror to see how her dad was doing. And her dad had just come home and realized that he had the house all to himself. <laughs> for the first time in years so he was getting comfortable with himself <laughs> um, but uh, uh, William Defoe was host Oh, so it might be worth checking out I mean don't get me wrong it wasn't as funny as I think it was last week so the week before was really good but it wasn't terrible there was nothing that honestly I'm like, this is awful, other than Katy Perry's musical performance. Hmm. So. And they they did talk about uh, William Defoe and Spider-Man in the cold open. Yeah. And there are people talking like they're from Minnesota, which William Defoe is from. Mm-hmm. And they made references to, those are the only movies that we've ever seen you in. What else were you in? <laughs> <laughs> those are the only ones worth watching. I guess Aquaman is not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is not oh, gonna be able to Aquaman sp- news. Um, Jason Momoa and uh, Vin Diesel. Oh. No, the the the, the Cosby Hood. girl. No. Oh yeah, the Bonnet. Yeah, Lisa Bonet. They're uh, breaking up. Yep. Because and- they think he's with the actress that plays Mira. Oh, uh, Amber Heard. Amber Heard, yeah. yeah. He's also in contract talks for the next Fast and the Furious movie. Right. As the villain. Ooh. He's going to be... He's not going to be family? No. Because family is everything. He'll be neither fast forever, nor furious. He'll whatever. be slow and content. Well, I mean, if you tie Hobbs and Shaw in, putting Jason Momoa in actually does make sense. Because Hobbs and Shaw really dived into... The Rock's Hawaiian heritage, and oh, Momoa yeah. is openly yeah. open about his Islander heritage. Yeah, so those two could play opposites very well. Um, <clears throat> in case nobody saw it, the new Ice Age, Bucky's Wild Adventure, or whatever Buck's Wild Adventure, dropped on Disney Plus as a new movie, and Sulphur Springs season two dropped very mm. quietly the entire season. So, 
You watched the first season, didn't you? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. I'm shaking my head at the uh, microphone, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you watched the first one because of the timey-wimey stuff in it, but... Yeah, that's everything. Um, I've checked out uh, Batman, The Long Halloween. Hmm. Both parts are on HBO Max. Uh, great origin story for Two-Face. I have those, and I also have the graphic novel, mm-hmm. but I just haven't gotten around to reading it yet. And I've heard lots of good things about it, but just never never got around to yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's very great. About <coughs> uh, I think it was about an hour and a half each part presented in two parts. The DVDs were also sold in two parts. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Didn't some one of the voice actors die? Yeah, uh, Maya Riviera, who played Catwoman. Uh, they had to recast her for the second part, or was no? It, it was already recorded. Okay, but uh, for Supernatural fans, Jensen Ackles is the voice of Batman. Huh. <clears throat> Ironic that somebody from Supernatural plays him in a cartoon, and a glittery vampire plays him in real life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so uh, official, the the Batman is its own universe. No other DC characters exist in this universe. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I kind of. It's cool that Marvel does it, but I don't know if DC needs to. DC doesn't need to because Batman can be its own thing. Yeah. Just like Spider Man can be its own thing. Yeah. Captain or Iron Man never could be their own thing, unless it's during World War Two. Well, it just depends on what supporting characters you have as opposed to supporting hero characters. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, the first Iron Man and the second one had Black Widow in, yes. briefly. But, I mean, they were just starting to expand the universe then. Right. But as long as you have a good supporting cast, you can have the one hero in there. But with Marvel's case, the extra heroes, the other Avengers, whatever, it just makes it better. Because mm-hmm. you're world building. Right, and Rhodey was introduced, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and then reintroduced. So that's it for spoilers. I guess we'll do uh, what's in our mouth and what's in the box. What is in the mouth? What do we have? Uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff there. We got pop tarts, and we saw some of the stuff that Frank brought up from Florida. These Pop-Tarts are still good for a while, so we'll hold on to them for now. I saw something in the store uh, Friday that I almost bought for What's in the Mouth, but I'll I'll pass on it for right now because I knew we had all this other stuff. <laughs> I think we should do this orange Kit Kat. Hmm. Any opposition to that? Nope. Okay. We were just talking about oranges and we were chocolate earlier. What about the chocolate oranges? Chocolate oranges are delicious. Mm-hmm. Plus, oh. you get to smash them first. Mm-hmm. One of our studio audience members was looked like she wanted to grab the the chocolate. Yeah, and. Uh, and there's one left. The packaging is super weird. There's nine in here. Got a little slip case and foil wrap. Oh, yeah. That is weird. I guess it's 
more envir environmentally friendly. Well, these yeah. you got these from the international store, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe this is just how they package them in another country. That does save on it, like he said. That does save on paper. That is mm. very good. They're pretty good. Tasty, yeah. These are from Nestle of Ireland. Good job, Nestle Ireland. Maybe we could have some whiskey flavored ones. Don't recycle, TerraCycle. Send it to another planet? This is either the thinnest aluminum foil ever, or this is mylar. <laughs> Not recycled by most countries, or by most councils. <coughs> Find out how you can still recycle at www.terracycle.com slash en-gb. And on the back there's uh, fun would-you-rather questions. Would you rather have a parallel park every time you go out or be caught in every single red light? Would you rather unknowingly have tissue paper stuck to your shoe or be left waiting for a high five in public? <clears throat> would you this one's easy. Would you rather never be able to talk about the weather again or give up chocolate? <laughs> would you rather Do sing everything you speak or dance every time you walk? <clears throat> Would you rather have a hamster-sized dog or a dog-sized hamster? Wouldn't that just be a capybara? Yeah. Mm. I would take the dog-sized hamster, though. The hamster-sized dog. Yeah, hamster-sized dog. I'm in. Would be fun. Remember <laughs> little little dog? Put him in that wheel and generate electricity. Mm-hmm. Wave at somebody and they're not, and they not return it, or return the wave that wasn't meant for you. I'd be able to whisper or only be able to shout. Sorry, go ahead. I would return the wave because you can have fun with that all day long. Mm -hmm. And I would whisper, not shout. I hate yelling. So, what's in the box? Uh, this one, I don't. I don't believe these are mystery minifigures, but they're fun little things. Uh, from the Mandalorian. Uh, Book of Boba Fett. No, just kidding. It's uh, the Bounty Collection Grogu with his little fun little things from the series. We've got Grogu eating the cookies, space cookies. His macaroons. <clears throat> Grogu uh, eating the soup monster, Grogu chasing a butterfly, and Grogu hiding in a pot. I'm trying to remember Grogu hiding in a pot. Was it, uh... Someone trying to cook him at one point? No. He was hiding. They were fighting. Yeah. Okay. Little piece of tape on the side. <clears throat> Goddamn imagination always stopping us. <laughs> This is series four. I've never seen series one, two, or three. It's just easy to rip off the back. 
Ta-da! Hope you didn't want to save the box. <clears throat> Comes in rice paper. I've got Grogu with a butterfly. I've got Grogu with a soup monster. He's got a little happy expression on oh, his face. Oh, no, this isn't the soup monster. The That's tadpoles? the newt baby. Oh. oh. Getting ready to eat the baby. <laughs> Don't eat the baby. And there he is in the pot. That's cool. So, listeners at home, Bounty Collection Season 4 is as pictured <clears throat> on box. Or at least the ones we got. Yeah. It, it's not really like a mystery mini. It's just the mini that you can pick. On. It's pretty adorable, though. They did a good job with this one. The uh, water is like a translucent blue. Hmm. He's got a good facial expression on this one. Yeah, pretty oh, cute. Yeah, that is neat. And he's got a scared <laughs> little look in his eye and when he's hiding out in the pot. <clears throat> Where did these come from? Wally World? Yep. <clears throat> I, say, I didn't notice them yesterday. This They're pot's Friday. got some heft to it. Yeah. Yeah. Could really this wallop somebody nothing. with it. Yeah. Let's find out. <laughs> I choose you, wham! <laughs> I think I have that butterfly one as a Funko Pop. I think it was a GameStop exclusive. I've got to get my pops organized. Uh, these are by Hasbro. <clears throat> cool. Disney Plus. Uh, Frank got a, has a package here that came in the mail. And I completely forgot I ordered it for him. So. Yes, I'm going to open it now. It's like a mystery. Hit. Ah! It's a glow in the dark Wanda. I don't remember why I ordered two. From Endgame. I don't oh. know if there was a chase or not. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah. How much? <laughs> she was the villain the whole time. Yes, it was. I got Grogu eating macaroons. <laughs> cool. <clears throat> I did uh, blacklight her, just so you know. Okay. Uh, eyes and all the fire. Glow a very dim red. I still mm. don't know whether I'm going to get that other glow in the dark one. Just was announced. The uh, Books a Million? Yeah. yeah. No, Entertainment Earth. Books a Million was the Diamond Vision. And I think That's you right. did order I did order that. Because you got one for me, too. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm tired of the repaints. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's getting old. How many <coughs> variations of the same Funkos do we need? Well, even the uh, Make-A-Wish Spider-Man. It's a, another repaint of Spider-Man. It's yeah. a pose that's been used before. So you can just get a common and spray paint it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's irritating. And to what end, like, we gain nothing by getting all these different variations. Like, I grabbed up the Visions because I thought White Vision was really cool. Mm -hmm. But what are they going to do now? Blacklight White Vision? <clears throat> Metallic? Mm. Translucent? I would buy Translucent. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's showing off his powers. But, I mean, come on. Translucent pops are so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. There's, like, nothing in the package at all. <laughs> what do you have over there, Corey? Oh. How did my paycheck go pop this week? Well. Does it involve Spider-Man? It does. Shocking. And a what if at that. This is the unmasked Zombie Hunter Spidey from Hot Topic. Again, metallic paint. Just uh, no mask. So, can I look at that for a second? <clears throat> because somebody told me the chest emblem is wrong. So somebody online theorized that the What If Spider-Man was based off Andrew Garfield. <clears throat> but it's it's the MCU Spider-Man logo on his chest. Yeah. Um, so it just must be an aged up Peter. Right. Which means that it would be Peter Parker post episode 3. Or Spider-Man 3. Because he's in his classic suit. Oh, well, actually, that's not the classic <laughs> suit that he sewed. No, this is, uh, uh, not the original Stark suit, because it doesn't have the black bands on the shoulders. It's what if. It's the what but if Spider-Man uh, suit. Yeah, but it's not the, the classic suit. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, so, I don't think we're missing anything, but when we go back, I did post this on Discord earlier today. When we get back, we're going to be talking about comics, but we're also going to be... Uh, we're going to try a segment, we'll see how it works, called... Uh, uh, what, what was the name? Happened on Discord or something? <laughs> Discord tie-in? We're doing yeah, the Discord tie-in. So, we'll be back after the commercial break with comics and the Discord tie-in. Mm-hmm. We are live. Or... From New York. <laughs> <laughs> um, <It's> Sunday night. <laughs> Welcome back to Humana Hex Podcast. I'm Peter. I'm Frank. Destroying the place. Super excited about something. <laughs> oh, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Corey. You're still Corey. Yeah, I'm still Corey. No, but, uh, was it Gargon, the Decimator? From uh, Doom Patrol? Uh huh. <laughs> he was great. So, we're going to be talking about some comic book storylines here in a minute, but um, if you follow our Discord, you saw that Tammy posted something uh, making light of. Vehicles rust in Pennsylvania. And I happen to work in the automotive field and see vehicles getting inspected and up on lifts and everything. And I want to say some of the horror stories that I have seen <laughs> in central Pennsylvania. Like, <clears throat> I work with a mechanic that he puts a vehicle up on a lift and then he goes up to the vehicle with a rubber mallet and hits the frame between the wheels with this rubber mallet. If chunks of metal fall to the ground, it's an automatic fail. Well, yeah. It's happened more than once. Wow. <laughs> Twice the hammer got stuck in the frame. 
Yeah, that's not supposed to happen. I have seen cars with brand new stickers that have no sway bars or sway bar links anymore, and you can see light through the frame. Oof. We saw that Hellcat at the auto show. Yeah. Brand new $80,000 Hellcat with rust on it. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's a Dodge thing. If you're buying a Chrysler, it's going to have rust. After this segment, remind me of Hellcat. Okay. Um, oh, she is. Well, recently, after this segment, yeah. yeah Don't interrupt engaged. him. <laughs> um, well, the last one that I really have was is a winner of the best things ever. It is an ambulance for our local ambulance company that all of the cross members at some point are rusted through. Oh. Including the radiator support member. And they won't repair it. Nice. That's it. So yeah, you're I just, I just got my ambulance uh, form in the mail that you know they want me to pay them a subscription. Yeah, yeah. got that this week. You they want you to pay a subscription, but they're, you're still going to get charged if you need to go to the hospital. Yeah. I guess maybe they'll show up faster if you pay them money first offhand. Yeah, uh, it's for expedited service or something. Nice. They pay their people between thirteen and seventeen dollars an hour. Just for reference to how expensive that bill is. Mm -hmm. And I can promise you that they're not throwing monies into their vehicle repairs. Mm -hmm. So the money is not going to the people that are keeping you alive and it's not going to the vehicle that's transporting you. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're always complaining about how they don't have enough money. Okay, so Hellcat? Uh, Tony Stark's going to pop the question to Patsy Walker. I guess has she, she's she been a supporting character. Iron Man started up a new series of Iron Man about two years ago, I guess. Um, I think I saw issue yeah. 20 on the Yeah, because we, we talked about it on he, yeah. on the podcast okay. because of the full art cover. Yeah. Um, but I guess, yeah, Patsy Walker, character of Hellcat, she's been a Marvel mainstay for quite a... Well, not a mainstay, but she's been a supporting character quite a long time. Um I remember her from the Avengers around like issue 130, 140, somewhere around there back when, you know, they still had original numbers. Yeah, apparently he's going to uh, pop the question to her. <clears throat> and something is going to go drastically wrong? Possibly. I don't know offhand. Um, what happened to Pepper Potts? I do not know. I'm not sure how much of a supporting character she's been, but I don't think that... In the comics, it never really was Pepper Potts, though. She was always with Happy Hogan. Oh. Yeah, it's the cover I saw right That's there. a really cool variant cover. Yeah. Got the old costumes. <clears throat> so, it's a great segue. We are going to talk about, you know, the current storylines that are going on in comics right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week. Wow, we... those those segments just flowed. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like we planned it, and we actually did not. <laughs> I would have forgotten all about that unless he, because he said... <clears throat> the Hellcat. Hellcat, yep. Yeah. Um, last week we were talking about the death of the Justice League and all the implications that that's going to lead to. Mm-hmm. And I think we pretty much settled on the fact that it doesn't really matter because we have replacements for every single character already. Right. 
Yeah, which is basically just going to be the new variation of G5. Yeah. Um, but Corey hasn't had a chance to talk about Spider-Man. No, and and there are multiple Spider-Men, Spider-Man out in the world right now, though only one of them is allowed to call himself Spider-Man because the Beyond Corporation has trademarked the name. The Beyond Corporation? The Beyond Corporation, right. Uh, Got to elaborate on that one. So Beyond Corporation is the corporate entity that bought up Parker Industries after its collapse. Um, led by... Oh, you know, the usual cast of nefarious creatures. Along with uh, a couple people from uh, Horizon Labs. So, Peter has been in a coma. He got gassed by one of the UFOs and uh, has been in a coma. So, Ben Riley has taken over as Spider-Man, and he's backed by the Beyond Corporation. He's an employee of theirs. And they've trademarked the name and have sent Miles a cease and desist letter and had him served with papers. But Spider-Man is uh, coming out with new gadgets from the Beyond Corporation. He's a... Uh, various webbings, uh high-density impact suits, all while Aunt May runs around getting uh, Doc Ock to help her gather information on how Peter was poisoned and getting an antidote for it. We've seen uh, now Ben come into conflict with uh, the new Craven the Hunter, which is a clone of Craven. Craven had a bunch of clones made of himself and then had them all fight it out to see who was the best. And they were all given different tasks. And uh, one of the clones decided that instead of coming home with the uh, trophy hunt that he was sent out on, came home with a bag full of the other clones' heads. Well. <laughs> okay. And then, uh... Hilarity ensued. <laughs> yes, exactly. The, uh, the original Craven uh, has passed. He's dead. Killed or old age? Killed. By the clone? By the clone. Seems legit. Just as Spider-Man. There because could be the only, only one. Because the only way Craven could die because of his curse was to be killed by the spider. So he's, the clone is not cursed. So is I don't know. Can you clone curses? I don't know. I don't know. Was... Craven a totem, or was he just... No, he wasn't a totem. He was okay. just the hunter. Okay, because when you said the spider, I assume it's someone who was associated with the spider totem, or... Well, that's the only person who could kill him. Okay. So hilarity ensues. So in hil hilarity ensues, yeah. What's going on with Miles? Uh, Miles, he had a little clone saga of his own. Uh, three clones were made of him from... Uh, the Assessor, which was a uh, highly advanced AI system uh, trying to create superheroes, kidnapped Miles, cloned him. Uh, three clones were made, uh, none of them perfect. One looked like Miles and everything. Uh, 
One was very uh, spindly and had mental telepathy. And then one didn't quite stay together, and his name was Goop, and he can shapeshift. Goop. Yeah. <laughs> and the only word he can say is glurp. Seems legit. Yeah. But Miles tracks them down, a mind spinner, and the one that they called Salim, which is Miles backwards. Uh, they were destroyed. It turns out those clones needed a serum to stay together. Right. And Miles burnt down the lab. Oops. So they were kind of mad at him, and then they, you know, finally dissolved. But uh, Goop doesn't need it because he falls apart anyhow. Oh. So is Goop a villain or a hero or an anti-hero? He's, uh... I guess he wants to be a hero, but he's pretty much uh, sticks to the sewers, doesn't come out, Miles takes care of him, that sort of thing, but he hasn't really done any heroics. But he uh, he did save Miles from the other two. So at this point, he's like a... He's donkey. Just a plot device. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a whole lot going on with them. But uh, Miles is dating uh, the Vulture's granddaughter. Seems like a terrible idea. Yeah. She calls herself... Um, she is a hero of some sort of race. But she is a hero. Okay. Uh, she has <clears throat> uh, tech that her grandfather built her. So she's got Vulture flying tech. So... I mean, just spitballing this. So they're going to get into a fight. They're going to break up. She's going to fall into darkness, and she's going to become a villain and become the new vulture. It's a strong possibility. <laughs> but it, it brings a uh, woman of color into the role of the vulture. They kind of played off of uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Adrian was uh, married to a black woman. <clears throat> Played by Vivica A. Fox in Homecoming. Okay. So this, of course, though, his granddaughter, not just Peter taking his daughter to Homecoming. So in Star Wars comics, um, the current saga is taking place between episodes five and six, and they thawed Han out of carbonite, and Vader was having none of that. So he assembled all the bounty hunters to go get Han again. And then Aphra showed up and got involved. And hilarity ensued. And then Vader started paying them to go after Aphra. And then Aphra counter-offered them. And then Leia counter-offered them. So it turned into a war of the bounty hunters. The bounty hunters were actively trying to, instead of complete their bounties, just trying to kill each other. Huh. Um, and it led to some uh, an entire uh, settlement being torn to the ground. <coughs> and everybody inside it dying. Well, see, now, that's... If the bounty hunters would, you know... If the bounty is going to offer more money... And they take it, they lose all integrity. 
You can't trust them anymore. You know, that, that kind of sucks. Well, the way they played it off, I mean, you're dealing with, like, um, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, Turok, the the cyborg guy from the first. Oh, yeah. You know who I'm talking about. And uh, Black, Christaniton, and Boba Fett, and Dengar, Forlom, IG-88. All the core ones, right? Mm-hmm. Boba Fett turned down the bounty from Vader, but took the bounty from <coughs> an unknown source at this time to stop the bounty hunters from capturing Afra. Afra got Black Chrysanthemum. Vader got Forlom, IG-88, and Zuckus. Dengar was the only one that traded from Vader to then defend Leia. And Dengar's in full-blown clone mode. Because Dengar clones himself. So there was, like, multiple Dengars trying to kill IG, Forlom, and... Lovely. Yeah, so... It was just chaos. Chaos ensued. Just a quick question that I just happened to think of. Um, GameStop's Bounty Hunter, You're the Bounty Hunter, whatever series, Mm -hmm. did they announce all of them? Yes. Okay. Because when you said Black Crescent, I'm thinking, boy, would that be something if they threw him in there? Yeah. So it's Boba was number one, then IG, Forlom, Zuckus, Dengar... Uh, Darth Vader was the last one. Hmm. So this is basically the bounty hunters who were on the yeah the Imperial ship. Okay, because yeah. I didn't show this earlier, but Dengar just came out oh. and they gave me one with a fantastic package. Uh, Bosk Bosk was number two. Okay, so, yeah. All right, yeah. I just have to think about that because it's like with Year of the Shield and I guess the Year of Spider Man that mm-hmm. Amazon's doing. You don't know unless. You can find out somewhere what's coming out. Right. Till it's announced, more or less. But Black Chrysanthemum <clears throat> killed Bosk. Bosk is dead now. And he's dead, dead. He's not coming back. Right. <laughs> he was dismembered. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> As a Wookiee is wont to do. <laughs> but anyway, this War of the Bounty Hunters finally came to a close. And now Vader's pissed. So angry Vader and Luke is going to get in his way is Han still on the run Han is still on the run he's with Chewbacca well Leia doesn't know Han is free she just knows that Chewbacca is defending somebody Hmm. Luke and Leia have no idea that Han is out of carbonite because they thawed Han out because he had information and then he escaped. So they went uh, on back for that information, and they're going to throw him back in carbonite. Right. Yeah, because you got to reset the status quo. <clears throat> right, yeah. Because yeah. you can't have him out or the movie has him in, you know? Right. That was like when... Um, but I guess it lays weight, and, you know, mm-hmm. gives weight to the lion. Uh, I like Captain Solo right where he is, that maybe he had... Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. What were you saying? Oh, that was like when Marvel was adapting them or whenever they do any of these movies that have sequels or whatever. You know, you're allowed to continue the storyline, but 
you've got to make sure that when the sequel comes out, you're able to tie it back into where they left off. Right. You're just writing in a big circle. So I don't know what's going on in Hulk in the comics right now, but didn't they just get out of World War She-Hulk? I thought they are just starting it. Yeah, I think they're just starting it. But okay. there is a new Hulk being introduced. Uh, a new persona to Hulk. Um, a Black Hulk. It's one of Bruce Banner's Hulks. You know, right. there's a persona of Hulk, uh, you know, Hulk, uh, the uh, World Destroyer, um, Devil Hulk, and now this one, uh, and it will be known as Titan. And what is Titan? Titan is the Deathbringer? We don't know. He's just giant black Hulk. But uh, apparently he is the deadliest Hulk in Marvel history. Uh, they just wrapped up, and I believe they just put out in graphic novel, um, United States of Captain America. Hmm. That made a lot of people angry. But now there's two <laughs> Captain Americas running around active, plus... Two uh, Steve Rogers Captain Americas. No. No. Captain Falcon. Oh. Yeah. There's <clears throat> Captain Falcon and Captain America. They're both running around under the moniker of Captain America. Right. And then... What's the girl's name? Because she's still... She's a captain, but she's not Captain America now. The girl's name? America Chavez? Yeah. That's just her name, though. Yeah, but no, she's got a moniker now. Oh. She is a moniker. Oh, but it's not know. Captain America. Hmm. American Girl? Oh, wait, that's a... American oh, Maid? Uh, no, yeah. that was the tick. <laughs> that's the tick. <laughs> <laughs> nice save. <laughs> We almost had a dog do a hedo into the table. <laughs> I want to be held, but I don't want to be held. I she just to, comes in. She and wants to they, jump up here and like find out what Paco's doing. They play Tom Petty as her introduction. <laughs> she was an American girl. Miss America. Okay, Miss America was a hero from the 40s also. She yeah. was one of the original invaders. Yeah, she she took the <laughs> moniker up coming out of that series. Almost sounds like uh Sticks they might get sued. No, she was around when Timely Comics were around with Namer and the Wizard. <clears throat> it's okay for her to be Miss America as long as Trump can walk in while she's changing her own clothing. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Too soon? Must no, be. not really. <laughs> no. Um David Bowie's The Man Who Fell to Earth is being adapted into a graphic novel. Hmm, hadn't heard of that. That just came out like a day or two ago. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that's starting, I believe the first issue is coming out, uh, Dan Slott's Reckoning War. Uh, they had a preview of it. Uh, this is involving the Fantastic Four, uh, She-Hulk, Jack of Hearts, uh, a lot of other characters. Um, something that He's been, like, sneaking into his comics for, like, 20 years. Um, there's always a line, there, there shall come a reckoning. Mm -hmm. It's uh, basic. He figured something out of early Marvel history, uh, the first war of some sort. And the first issue opens up that the moon is blown up. Oh. 
and they've got chunks of moon falling into the atmosphere. And... Yeah, that didn't work out so well for the Umbrella Academy. Uh, I guess not. But uh, yeah, and there, you know, it's involving, you know, everyone at this point trying to, you know, keep the moon rocks from destroying the planet, basically. Um, and the preview ends with he's talking with Agent Brand of Sword. Is it still Sword? I'm not sure whatever she's associated with. Mm -hmm. um, she's saying, this could be a prelude to an alien invasion. And he's saying, well, let's not jump to conclusions. And the next thing you find out, there's a big alien spaceship and the Badoon are here. <laughs> uh, the Badoon were the big bads for the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. When that was set, however many years in the future, they were the alien race that had invaded and taken over Earth. I'm looking at some of the Marvel storylines that are coming up. It looks like we're still gearing up for Devil's Reign. Major character dies. And we're tying the superior four villains for hire and X-Men together with it. And Elektra, Black, White, and Blood is coming out this year. Mm. Wasn't the last one Carnage, Black, White, and Blood? Right. And that one was one of the most violent comics that Marvel's ever written, oh, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Easily. Hmm. And uh, we talked about it a few weeks ago, Kazar, Lord of the Savage Land, is now Galactus's Silver Surfer. That is so weird. <laughs> Hopefully he's not flying through space in a loincloth. Uh, that's what it showed. <laughs> um, but I did hear about this, that they're doing Hawkeye Kate Bishop, that um, <clears throat> they're putting... Kate Bishop in the full Avengers or taking out of the young Avengers and putting her in the full Avengers in the comics. Mm, I thought mm. she was in West Coast Avengers. And they're putting her on the regular Avengers now. I mean, that would make sense because in the Marvel Comics continuity, young Avengers have been around for a while. Some of them can step up. In the MCU, they're just introducing them, so... Uh, Peter David is writing Maestro World War M. Yeah. Comes out February 9th. <clears throat> Anytime you see Peter David in a comic book, it's always worth pointing out. Yeah, because he hasn't really lately, um, as far as I know. I he used to be my favorite author, but I lost track of some of his stuff. Um, I'm assuming this is Maestro Hulk, because that was, <clears throat> that was yeah. the one he did with uh, George Perez, I believe. Maestro is a f fictional supervillain. Um, like the Maestro. last, the last iteration the of the Hulk, who basically Hulk. Yeah. had the trophy wall of you know Thor's hammer, Cap's shield, right? Someone's head, I think. Uh, who's doing art? Does it say? It does. Um, German Peralta and Pasquale Ferry. Okay, I know Pasquale Ferry. I don't know the other person, but okay, yeah, his his comics were always pretty witty let's see it uh, looks like they're both s spanish oh that's not bad art mm -mm. no i fairy stuff wasn't bad like i said i don't know the other guy but <coughs> um looks like he did a lot of work on the ultimates the oh. ultimate universe uh spider gwen savage spider-man mm, savage spider-man looks great this is picking up where non-stop Spider-Man left off. Uh, Spider-Man is uh, on board playing with uh, Wolf and um, Baron Zemo and 
destroys the plane and is falling through the sky and lands in the savage land and his uh, spider DNA kicks in. Yeah, I think we've talked about this in preview before. Yeah. Um, the One of the other ones we talked about, the uh, deaths and lives of Wolverine, looks like it's starting on, well, last week. And Wolverine Patch is slated for a couple months right after the lives and deaths of Wolverine ends. Mm-hmm. And what if Miles Morales is slated to start on March 2nd? Hmm. Cody Ziegler and Paco Medina, that's uh, relatively new artists and writers. And Medina's been around for a while. Okay. <laughs> See, I yeah. recognize these names, but it's been so long I couldn't tell you what they did. <laughs> he was a lot of DC, if I recall. It, it, there's no article for him, so that's why I assumed he was relatively new. And I'm thinking he might have done something with Peter David at one point, but like I said, memory is... Venom Lethal Protector. Right. Uh, Eddie Brock's son, Dylan, has the Venom symbiote now, and he's a... Lethal Protector. Try, yeah, trying his hand as a superhero. While Eddie is in control of the Hive. He is now the god in black. And controls all of the symbiotes. Oh, that's something else that we didn't mention. Echo is currently Phoenix. She currently has the Phoenix powers. Yeah. In the comics. <laughs> uh, that storyline started in October. It wraps up next month. Five issues. October, November, December. Yeah, wraps up next month. <clears throat> so, we'll see how destroyed her body is when she's done with that. <laughs> Rumor is she might be joining the Guardians coming out of this. Replacing Peter Quill, who stepped out. Because uh, in space, they can't hear you scream. Or at least Echo can't. (laughs) 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 He's not wrong. That's bad. (laughs) Uh, Spider-Gwen. On the other hand, Echo Echo can't hear you scream anywhere. No, yeah. Um, interesting to see this one. Um, I don't know how big the Gwenverse is going to be because in Spider Verse, uh, all the other Gwens that the Peters known are all dead. So it's a I big universe, yeah. <coughs> multiverse. I could have assumed this, but I didn't know that this was happening. The event, the. Uh, the Eternals came back. Oh. Uh, that's tying in with Jason Aaron's Avengers story arc, including the Dark Celestials, which saw all the Eternals killed in the fourth issue. Characters were resurrected, and the ongoing series launched in January 2021. There's going to be Avengers, X-Men, Eternals crossover of some sort storyline. Right. They just uh, announced that. The uh, Eternals declare, you know, we were... St- trying to save Earth from the Deviants, but we missed some. The Mutants. The mutants. So the Eternals are apparently considering Mutants Deviants. And... Celestials literally began raining down on Earth. The Avengers are forced to reunite again just in time to see the arrival of the final host which is composed of the Dark Celestials which are each physically unique and were ones who were easily take down their brethren. 
Yeah, not that they're going to do this in the MCU, I'm sure, but since Ego the Living Planet was a celestial, was he a celestial that didn't leave the planet and became the planet? So we've got one sitting in the Indian Ocean on Earth right now and after the Eternals. So maybe Earth is going to be a living planet at one point, Mm. hosting a celestial. Well, they killed that They killed that celestial. He's dead dead? I think he's dead. You're right, he is dead dead. Okay. Because at the end of the movie, they said... Who killed a celestial, yeah. Yeah. But he could get better. (laughs) See, what I wonder about is... And again, I'm probably reading too much into this because it is it's a it's a movie. He was coming it out is? of the core of the earth, right? So right. one would assume he had to come through the mantle of the earth. Right. To be sticking out yeah, the earth would still have been shattered. Yeah. I mean even we if would it... lose our uh our uh, electromagnetic field, so the sun's radiation would fry everything too yeah um all the water in the ocean would go rushing into the crevasse that he created and fill the core of the earth with water super cooling the core of the earth so the iron would become solid stop spinning no more magnetic field we all die (laughs) there's a lot of ways this thing destroys the planet. Marvel physics. Yeah. <laughs> Plus now, you know, what was the weight at the center of the Earth is now Shifting. in the Indian Ocean. Yeah. Gonna throw our uh, rotation off We're gonna a go bit. right out of orbit? Okay. Yeah. It's a new concept of space, 1999. <laughs> the moon doesn't go out of Earth's orbit. The Earth goes out of the moon's orbit and into space. See, I don't really stay up on DC Comics anywhere near as much. So I have no... Oh, there's a Batman-Scooby-Doo crossover currently going on in DC Comics. Heck yeah. Cool. Rutro. Uh, Future State Gotham. I am Batman, Joker, Looney Tunes, Volume 1. Did we talk about the new character coming to Flash? We did not. Uh, Tina Wazoo, otherwise known as Legionnaire Phantom Girl. Oh. Uh, Iris is some sort of reporter now, isn't she, for... In the Flash show? The show, yes. Yeah, she's, for, like, she's been heroes, a mm-hmm. But, yeah. like, a specific thing for, like, heroes or something? Yeah. Yeah. She's going to apparently be on the trail of this person. Now, I don't think this is going to be Legion and Flash, but... <coughs> the Le- also- Legion is active in the Arrowverse. Yeah. yeah. We have, what, Brainiac 7? Monel, Yeah. And um, Sad. Saturn Girl, probably, because yeah. she's the easiest to do. She's a pose-and-point person, so... Yeah. But, uh, she was also active in Legion, which was in the current DCU timeline as Apparition. I can't remember if she got sent back to the future and lost her memory or if it was an ancestor, but yeah, let's let's hope this isn't another tease like uh, Young Justice, where you know, yep, we saw the Legion. And that was it. Three people, about three minutes of screen time throughout the entire first twelve or thirteen episodes, and that's it. Apparently, <clears throat> there's a story going on right now: Justice League versus the Legion of Superheroes. 
Yeah, it's Bendis' swan song. <laughs> he says exasperately. There's a uh, Suicide Squad King Shark miniseries. Um, oh. Sorry, you had me at the Bendis thing, and I was just reveling in my <laughs> despair and depression. Superman versus Lobo. We haven't seen a whole lot of Lobo. It's the first time I've heard a Lobo <clears throat> reference in a long mm. time. I know uh, I never followed the story, but Michael K... Or is it Michael K. Vaughn? Brian, Brian K. Vaughn. Saga? Oh, okay. Uh, the first issue, or the return of it, came out this week. I know I was reading one comic shop basically opened at about 11 at night for browsing, and at midnight they started selling it. So this was a big deal somewhere. I want to think it was Famous Faces that did this, actually. Hmm. So, I've never read it, but it was supposed to be really good. I know the Monkey Prince that starts in um, two days from now. Um, DC's been really hyping this one up. I believe they did an animated movie for it now. Um, this one's going to be a big deal, because... Uh, the pre-source material, like the one-shot, the debut one-shot that they put out in China, went like crack in Harlem. Hmm. So, like, this is how DC is going to get a foothold in China. And DC does better than Marvel does over there right now, as it is. As, They're mad about Shang-Chi. As seen about this. Hmm. No, Shang-Chi did well. <laughs> it's not Shang-Chi that pisses them off. It's, um... It was something else. Definitely, like, the Eternals was a flop over there. Mm -hmm. Because they, one of the things they did was they seeded Mesopotamia as the seed of the earth. Um, China strictly believes that China was the seed of the earth. Mm. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff, plus, you know, communism, you can't say certain things. Yeah. But Flashpoint Beyond starts April 19th, 2022. I think that's going to be where it resets the Justice League then. Hmm. I think they're going to feel out how the death of the Justice League goes down and then they're going to Flashpoint the shit out of it. Yeah, because, you know, unless you're losing the rights to these characters, you're not going to kill them off forever. No. Yeah. And they even said that even though the Justice League will be dead, like... All the other stories, the Batman stories, the Superman stories, they're going to continue with Batman and Superman. Mm -hmm. So they're unwinding their own universe. And it's weird because one of the things that I saw on here that I had heard about, but I hadn't dug into at all, there's a miniseries, Superman 78 and Batman 89. Well, 89 is continuing the Keaton Batman from the movie and Superman, what was it? Superman 78. Okay, that's continuing the Donner stuff, the Richard Donner stuff, and I think that is ending. Because I yeah. thought I saw something about Last Issue sends off in a good way or something like that. Yeah, so like these are continuations of the movies. So, mm -hmm. separate universe. Yeah, is, is Batman 66 still a thing going on? No, that's done already. It's done, okay. Yeah. So, Although Batman, or Alfred in the 66 Batman costume in the Lego Batman movie is pretty funny. Hmm. I think there was an episode where he had the costume on. Because <laughs> they were trying to fool someone. Oh, yeah. Pennyworth wraps up 
soon too the Pettyworth miniseries, mm-hmm. which I've heard that if you haven't read that and you like Batman, you really need to. I'm gonna, I think I'm actually gonna get that one when it comes out in graphic novel. Yeah, because apparently like Bruce Wayne is young, and Alfred has no problem just straight up beating the hell out of people. Well, is the, the, uh, the show on HBO was like that as well? Is he is Alfred's background still the spy British spy type thing? Okay. Yeah. Ex special ops executive, honor and ethics. Well, they've had him so much as being in, a, you know, James Bond role. Yeah. <clears throat> the series background that they did now. Excuse me. With this current miniseries, basically it. It's unwinding why he became the butler to the Waynes to begin with. Hmm. Because apparently Bruce's parents weren't exactly on the up and up. No, uh, in uh, Long Halloween explores more of that. They were uh, in heavily with the uh, Falcone crime family. Yeah. And the murder of the parents wasn't so random. No. So, I mean... It's getting dark. Yeah. <laughs> dark, dark. Or as Jim Cantori said earlier today, deep, deep, deep. With the snow. The snow, yes. Oh, when's it supposed to snow? Who's well, not snowing? us. Oh. The The New England states are getting blizzarded. Oh, yeah. From the cyclone bomb. Mm-hmm. It's going to be my new band name. Cyclone bomb. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, you know... Comics, they're fun. You should read them. My birthday gift from Tammy's family was a hundred bags and boards because they're impossible to find in a comic book shop. Nice. They are. They're on Amazon right now. $20 for a pair of bags and boards. Oh, that's not bad. No, it was like 26 bucks. I didn't buy them, so it doesn't bother me. (laughs) I I thought you meant like a pair, like a bag and a board. No, no. 20 bucks for one. 100. 100 (laughs) bags, 100 boards. Yeah. It's still a little steep, but. It's. I mean, it's not crazy. They're usually 10 bucks each. Yeah, they're normally like $7 each on Amazon. Yeah. The comic book shop marks them up a bit. Yeah. But, you know, join our Discord. Um, Hopefully, we're going to be tying the Discord in. More significantly with the podcast the other way now. So uh, let us know if you liked the Discord tie-in because I think that was kind of amusing to bring that full circle. Mm-hmm. And again, we talked about this last week. The YouTube channel is on rest for a while, but check out what we do have on there. It will be back soon. And you can always check us out on Facebook. We're under Theseus Media. You'll find links to our uh, resting YouTube channel, (laughs) links to our episodes, uh, links to interesting articles, links to chains, uh, links to mail. (laughs) Are you done? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought there was more after that. And join us next week, where right now I'm throwing Peter under the bus. What's up next week, Peter? Uh, Either the... BitLife story that we pre-recorded, or the... you'll enjoy that. We yeah. do terrible things. You do terrible we things. Kill somebody before things. they're thirty. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
Uh, we played uh, Super Fight. Super Fight. So one of those two will be next week, and the other one will be the week after. A hundred self-cloning hulks. <laughs> and then after that, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled recording, and then we'll start putting some videos up on YouTube again, and we'll be back after that. So, we might even put some videos up on RedTube. <laughs> <laughs> Till then, have a great weekend. Bye. Don't watch Corey on RedTube. <laughs> well, I don't have a sign off on there either. I don't. I don't. I don't want to know what your sign off on there would be. It involves tissues. <laughs> <laughs>